when it comes to life and your health, you're always going to have a million barricades or roadblocks. So the more you can move those roadblocks out of the way based on how you set up your home environment, the more successful you're going to be. But I did do a lot of the stuff myself. Built stuff, designed it, repainted, all of those things. So it also like kind of filled up my creativity jar as well. And those are the things that helped me stay in the budget. And it changed my entire space just by doing those little things. This is the Well To You podcast. And we are your hosts, Caitlin and Sue. We are moms, Pilates enthusiasts, health coaches, and supporters of all things wellness. We are here to remind you that a holistic approach to wellness allows you to thrive in a life of health, happiness, and vitality. Hello and welcome to today's Q&A episode of the well to You podcast. We are answering questions from our episode on Tuesday around home environment. And so one of our first questions that we got, I think it's a really powerful one, and we didn't really talk too much about this on Tuesday, is, you know, what are some tips for setting up your home and your home environment for prioritizing your health? So Sue, I would love your thoughts on that because I feel like you have some good perspective. So... I would say when I want to think about how to do that, I will most likely reflect from like the beginning of the day to the end of the day. So I'll start thinking about like, you know, what can I do the night before to help me set me up for a great morning? And I know like you and I are a little different on mornings. Like I like to do a lot of personal stuff in the morning for my health. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not, you know, not for everybody. But for me, if I know I want to move my body in the morning, I have a much better shot of jumping out of bed and doing that if I have like the proper clothes set up, right? That's kind of a simple one. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even just having things in your bathroom that are going to be great for self-care. I love, it's, these are so silly, but those little eye patches that help take away the circles. I love those. They make me feel really good. I don't even know if they do anything. But when I put them on in the morning, I feel like I'm attending to myself for five minutes. So Mm -hmm. it works. And then moving down to like the kitchen and how can you set your kitchen up for successful, healthy cooking, right? Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of things that you can have in your kitchen to help, you know, healthy oils. So you want to get rid of canola oil and all those processed oils. And you want to replace that with olive oil and avocado oil. There have been times in my life, I will say not right now, that I shop like the refill section at the grocery store where, you know, you're taking a bet the seeds or the rice, but it's not in the bag. It's not on the shelf. It's in that kind of section where you serve it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I've stored them in really pretty containers. So then in my kitchen, I know like, okay, here's the rice and here's the this and here's the that. If you go back to the home cooking episode, I think you'll hear about sort of simplifying your ingredients to make Mm -hmm. home cooking easier. And I do feel like that is where setting up your kitchen for success can be really, really helpful. If you know exactly where the rice is, it's going to be much 
better chance that you're going to grab that, grab some fresh produce and a piece of fish and cook that mm-hmm. versus like it's in the back of your pantry and now you're digging and throwing things around and, and that kind of stuff. I love that perspective, Sue, because we talked about this on Tuesday is that I just don't like things out. <laughs> so my husband, he'll put the juicer on the countertop. I hate having the juicer. I hate large appliances, large, small appliances. <laughs> they drive me crazy. That's a strong word. <laughs> I don't want anything on my countertop. So he'll take it out and he'll be like, no, no, it's good because then it's there and I see it and then I make my juice in the morning. And then he'll go like two weeks without using it. And I'm like, this thing's going away. I have the answer for you on that. Okay. You may not have the space for this, but what we do is I have just like a little portable kind of cart, Uh like a rolling cart that I was, for a while I was using it when I was recording myself, you know, making food because Uh I don't have a ton of counter space in my kitchen. Yeah. And we keep the blender on that. So then you could like wheel it where you don't like in a spot that looks good for you, but like he, it can come right back out and he doesn't even have to move it. He could plug it in and use it right on that thing. And then wheel it back. Oh, see, that's a good idea because I put it away. It's not hard to get out, but when, but it is an extra step. I will say. It is an extra step. Exactly. And I think to your point is setting up our space to remove the steps or remove the um, roadblocks mm-hmm. for health. Yeah. And I would not say that my space is necessarily set up for that now because I've kind of swung the other direction where I'm like literally the only thing I have on my countertop is like a basket of produce, olive oil and balsamic jars, like little salt and pepper shakers and like paper towels. <laughs> and I have a lot of counter space. We redid our kitchen and I added in like a big island and extended the countertops. And then we put in like a whole pantry bar area. So we do have a lot of storage and we have a lot of countertop space, but I like things just put away. I don't want to see it. But the problem with that is if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And it is an extra step that you have to take in order to do that. And so I think that the way that I do structure things and have things set up, I don't think it means, I don't think that setting your space up for health means it has to be cluttered. You know, that I like what you're saying, having your seeds and your rice and like really nice jars on the countertop and stuff. That's such a great thing. And it's beautiful. Like people do that. It looks beautiful. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Yeah. And I feel like that serves sort of both the form and the function. Like we were talking on Tuesday about form and function. And it's always great when that comes together, right? Like they look pretty, so they make me feel good, but they serve this functional purpose of making that healthy food right there easy for me to take out and cook. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing that I um, struggle with now too is where to store and how to organize like my supplements Because when I was going Mm -hmm. through like that really like the depths of the health journey where I was like taking like 60 plus pills a day, one whole shelf in our cabinet was just like dedicated to my pills. (laughs) And so like my husband would be Mm -hmm. like, I can't even find a cup in here. It's just a bunch of your pills. 
I mean, because when you go like a more natural path, like the pills you take, it's not just like one little prescription. It's like herbs and floral essences and minerals and all these things. And I don't have to take as many of those now, but I should be taking some of those. And in kind of clearing out our space, we kind of like moved all the medication into like different areas. So even like the smaller amount of supplements that I should be taking are not like readily accessible. So I end up just not taking anything. Yeah, we're having a similar situation to this because I have certain things that my kids take. So, and I take it too, but I call them wellness shots. So for the kids, it goes in orange juice. For me, I use this Little West juice called Fireball, Uh which has like cayenne and cracked pepper. And so it's like really great for inflammation in the body. And so I, we have shot classes. We literally have shot classes. This is the drinking that goes on in my house. So we have shot classes. The kids get orange juice. I get the Fireball. (laughs) We are very different in that sense, too. <laughs> yes. And then I take, um, I like liquid vitamins from Mary Ruth's Organics, so I drop her all. Of, and so I have them. And for a while, I had them out on the counter. It was working really well. We were taking them every day. And then my husband cleaned up, and he put them in one of those plastic bins, but he put it up in the cabinet. And now to get them out, it's real pain because I don't want to pull the whole plastic bin out. But then I'm grabbing. I can't see what I'm grabbing. I'm talking with my hands right now and no one can see me, but I'm having, and so now we're not doing it. Now we're doing it every once in a while instead of every day. Mm -hmm. So somewhere there's a balance. And so maybe the the solution to that, the problem is that we don't have a lot of counter space, but the solution could be that it's a bin that looks good. And then, you know what I mean? It can stay out, but like, it doesn't look bad, but we just run into that problem of having an older house with a large kitchen with very little counter space and very little functional space. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like you said, there's a balance. I think that your recommendations around like simple fixes to have that form and function. I think that that's like in a really important perspective. So getting really like pretty looking bins or jars that are labeled really nicely Yes. Picking a a section of your countertop or or a section in your pantry or something like that. Yes. You know, for me, and I'm going to actually go think about this right now. For me, maybe there is, because we have the pull-out drawers in our pantry, like maybe one of those can be dedicated to more of like that health pull-out that can be the place that we go in the morning. So then it's not on the countertop or taking up space in the cupboard. It is something that all of us can easily gravitate towards, have our supplements, have our, you know, vitamins, you know, Mm -hmm. little things like that. Maybe that is where the juicer is, where it's a quick and easy plug-in or something like that. Yeah. That allows us to have easy access but also balance mm-hmm. like my need to have nothing on my countertops. And I, I think the idea is when it comes to life and your health, you're always going to have a million barricades or roadblocks. Yep. Yep. So the more you can move those roadblocks out of the way yes. based on how you set up your home environment, mm-hmm. the more successful you're going to be. Yep. There's never going to be a day... I mean, I don't want to say never, that's a strong word, but I don't believe that 
you're going to wake up one day and it's going to be like the yellow brick road to health. Like mm-hmm. that's not how it works, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's more like the road to Hana, right? And yeah. if you don't know, the road to Hana in Hawaii is like this crazy road that goes up the side of the mountain, right? Like we have to work for it. Like yeah. it's not, that's just not how it works. So the more you can do to move some of those hurdles out of your way, I think the better, the more healthy you can be. I love it. What was the other question, Caitlin? Oh, it was how to change your home environment on a budget. And so a couple of things, you know, we touched on this um, in Tuesday's main episode, some of the things that I've done personally, but a lot of repurposing, using more natural substances. You mean plants? What do you mean by natural? I meant like, yeah, Yeah, like adding plants. plants, you know, instead of having heavy mass produced furniture. I'm lucky my husband's a woodworker. So I had to make a cute little coffee table out of some of the wood that he has cut down. And that was really inexpensive. But that's even something that like you could do or you could probably find at like a flea market or something. You know, the legs for that on Amazon cost us like 20 bucks. And then he just cut down and sanded that piece of wood and we connected it together. It's beautiful. It's homemade. And it cost us nothing. But again, it's something that you could find at like a flea market for pretty inexpensive. So find, like I said, the couch that I got was from Facebook Marketplace. If you want to change things on a budget, I feel like Facebook Marketplace is like a hot, a hot spot. Yeah. You can, I mean, you got to be careful because obviously like you can also get scammed, Mm -hmm. but I feel like they're just people, like if you think about how much you need to give away and change in your home, so does everyone else, right? And then it's less impact on our planet. So there's a lot of people out here that are moving out of state, and so they're not bringing their Mm -hmm. furniture with them. And so that's like... Interesting. It's, you know, like there's a lot of like nice furniture and like decor available, One of my friends did this challenge for herself that was like everything that she was going to get for the year, whether it be clothing or things for her household, were not going to be new. They were going to be reused. They were going to be recycled or reused or like pre-owned. And I mean, for me, some things I feel like need to be new, like, I don't know, underwear. <laughs> but you know, when it yes, comes please. to like, redecorating your your space, changing up your home environment, yeah, there are so many really great opportunities and resources out there for you to change things up on a budget that are not creating more in a landfill or more waste, yeah, and that sort of thing. Also, for the plants, sometimes plants can be kind of expensive, and so. I, instead of buying like the big fiddle leaf fig, I have like a frog in my throat. Instead of buying the big like $300 fiddle leaf fig, I bought the little six inch fiddle leaf fig that is struggling right now. So so it's also testing my, my green thumb, but I got that on Amazon for like $15 and it came all yeah. wrapped up and everything. And so yes, it's not the big fiddle leaf fig that I wanted in the corner of the room to start, but it adds this beautiful baby sense of greenery. <laughs> and then I went to the dollar store and I got these like, jute baskets from the dollar store super inexpensive and i put the plant in those little jute baskets and it's just like 
so many amazing things that you can do and find on Pinterest for inspiration and then just kind of like DIY it. I did do a lot of DIY. We talked in our creativity episode how I don't feel like I'm a super like artsy creative person, but I did do a lot of the stuff myself, built stuff, designed it, repainted, all of those things. So it also like kind of filled up my creativity jar as well. And those are the things that help me stay in a budget. And it changed my entire space just by doing those little things. And I love that. And I, I would love to leave our listeners there today with this idea that these topics are not separate, right? So when Caitlin decided she needed to change her home environment, she filled her creativity bucket. I'm sure there are other things you even touched on, but to try, even though we are talking about them one at a time, I would say try to sit back and look at them as a whole picture. Yep, exactly. All right, right, see you next week. See you next week, thanks. Did you love this episode? Support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at Podcast. Get to know me, Caitlin, better on Instagram at conscious underscore core underscore Caitlin. And me, Sue, at opal underscore wellness underscore studio. We clearly love our underscores. (laughs) Underscore that.